Good morning. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Today we're recording the next episode of The Blind View. And Kim, Kim Parks is joining me today, and a few other people are going to be dropping in when they're available. So let's get started. How are you, Kim? I'm doing all right. How are you, Becca? Oh, I'm great. Um, so today we're going to talk about this crazy antitrust situation and what's going on with these big tech companies such as Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and Google, and the way they're squelching our freedom of speech. Um, what do you think okay. about this? I think it's been a problem a lot longer than people um, realize, but it's in the forefront right now because we're in an election cycle, a really big election year, and a lot of people are still home, um, not working. So it's obviously a big, a bigger deal than it has ever been. Um, people are getting their news from social media as opposed to um, television sources. Um, and so social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, which is also owned by Facebook, by the way. Um, they are, they're, they're really reaching and trying to figure out, do we, do we hold people back? Do we police people's points of view? Um, and really, they're social media, so they hadn't had to deal with um, freedom of speech before in this kind of way. Um, not the way that mainstream media has dealt with um, violations of that. Um, so I think that it's kind of a new topic in that sense. Um, but Google and Amazon and um, uh, big companies like that, Microsoft even, they've had their They've they've had a monopoly. Uh, their, their a monopoly on our identities, so to speak, for a long time. Um, cell phone companies, things like that. They know where we're located. Um, they know that we're using their products, and they're you know people have been worried about their Echo devices listening in, their Google devices listening in. It's been happening for a long time. Um, they've been keeping track of your cell phone numbers for a long time and your your email addresses for a long time. Um, it's just it's one of those things. Yeah, that is that is another part of this that we should talk about. The fact that they're tracking all of us and tracing all our information and logging all of our all of our activities and stuff. That's mm -hmm. another huge violation of our rights. And right. another way in which they're scheming against us. But but this other issue of the corruption that's going on, you know, and and the way they've tried to cover it up and stuff. And and the fact that um, Facebook is squelching people who try to post videos to, you know, about it. And YouTube is blocking users who try to share the truth um, or go looking for the truth and stuff, you know. And right. all these big tech companies are doing that. And who's to say what the truth really is? That's, That's why the it's problem. Everybody can speak. Exactly. And mm -hmm. um, 
then nobody is getting the actual truth. They're not benefiting from actual answers mm-hmm. um, or knowledge. So, to, you know, um, real life history in the making. Mm-hmm. So, like you've pointed out several times about YouTube having reliable news um, mm-hmm. journalists, people out there, uh, real life citizens going out there and asking questions um, as things are happening and reporting on them because new mainstream news reporters are not reporting on the important issues that maybe um, the everyday person is interested in. They're highlighting things that I really don't care about. You know, well, a, a, a lot of the mainstream media has an agenda. A lot of them are in yeah. the tank for one political side or the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we get a slant in our, in our media. And that's one yep. thing I really appreciate about YouTube is YouTube is people just like you and I in their homes putting out the truth as far as they see it and what they've been learning. You know what I mean? Right. But how, long will, well, how long will that stay possible on YouTube before they exactly. start policing YouTube? Because that's what they're trying to prevent us from doing. Look what happened with TikTok this year and how it – um, involved a lot of teenagers and even young young adults. Um, it, there's a lot of social media platforms that we're finding out aren't safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it up to our government to protect us from those? Or is it up to those media platforms, social media platforms to protect us? And who's to say that we need to be protected? Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to talk about something else that's been going on in the news lately that I find very compelling and that we talked about last week Kim um, this blind computer repairman in Delaware who stumbled upon upon Hunter Biden's laptop he realized he had Hunter Biden's laptop in for repair I find it so fascinating. I bet that guy's an NFB member. You know what I mean? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just because he's like, he's he's a a business or it's a certain characteristics of a blind person, you know, that go and do things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really really impressed with that whole story. You know what I mean? It's, It's like a big coming out story. Because um, yeah. they, the last I was listening um, about it too, um, it's everything that they accused Trump of doing oh, um, you know. during his impeachment trials, and they mm-hmm. found no evidence. And um, this is and this guy un or unbeknownst to him has this computer and he discovers all of this evidence there were pictures of minor girls on the computer so disgusting and inappropriate text messages and stuff so yeah very disgusting so um 
And I keep thinking about how the media played Trump um, to be this um, horrible person and part of the Me Too uh, problem um, when he was running for president. Mm -hmm. And I, I really don't see that. I, and I know that's what's going to come up in the media is, well, Trump, Trump had sex with a lot of other women while he was married. But what Hunter Biden did, um, what Joe Biden looked at and knew about were young, underaged girls. Well, just and the huge payoffs from foreign governments makes yes. the very questionable and suspicious. You know what I mean? And they both had their hands in it. Mm. Both Joe and Hunter. Mm. And um, it's disgusting. It's despicable. Mm. And it's corruption on a whole nother level. And there's proof. Um, there was no evidence against Trump um, during his impeachment trials. This is, you know why we're discovering all this crazy stuff? It's because President Trump is draining the Washington swamp and that swamp has been developing over decades. But it's really crazy. So His opponent is one of the people who's been making it so swampy for like almost half a century now. You can, um, oh, what did I read? Um, a, a friend of mine posted a really interesting poem um, and it has to deal with um, a famous art piece about um, truth meeting lies mm -hmm. and um, the truth had was bathing and had set her her clothes off to the side of the pool and lies came upon truth's clothes and decided to take Truth's clothes and wear them as hers. And so she now was wearing the clothes of, um, of Truth. Um, so lies looked like Truth. And Truth went to um, get out of the pool and realized that her clothing was gone. And she looked all over for it and looked everywhere and couldn't find her clothing. She was stuck to go back, she had to go back in the pool to protect herself. And she couldn't get out of the pool. Meanwhile, lies was, was walking around and spreading lies as the truth. And that's what I keep thinking is happening in our political parties. That's what I keep thinking is happening in social media and um, I was very grateful to read that poem that my friend had shared um, because it's very relevant. Uh, that's really cool, Kim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, there's so many life lessons in the situation we're in right now. And there's so many parables and parallels you can see through it, you know, if you, have lived in this world very long and if you've studied history or studied, you know, writings of, you know, ancient writings or whatever, you know what I mean? 
And I just find this time so fascinating. I can't wait. I think in the next six to nine months, we're going to have some really amazing stuff happening in this world. Uh, um, there's going to be some change. Um, mm -hmm. Whether it's good change or whether it's bad change, just be prepared for anything. Oh, I think it's going to be good change because I really think President Trump is going to be reelected. Our economy is going to get even stronger, and um, I, so I think we're in for some really good stuff. I'm praying that we continue to see more truths come out of this, um, because honestly, it's by that second term of a presidency that we actually find out more truth, mm -hmm. and that's historically correct mm -hmm. um, but the I question is but the question is will full disclosure of truth hurt of uh, hurt are you there Larry yeah, where you cut out yeah I think so Larry, you cut out. Can you repeat that? Hmm? You cut oh. out. Can you repeat that? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, my phone, my phone. I'm on my iPad, and my phone was uh, saying something because my headset is connected to both my phone and my iPad. Uh, okay. Will the full disclosure, uh, the, the full disclosure of truth, is either going to help? Or it's going to hurt every a lot of people on both sides of that's the true. issue. People become angry. Um, people also become scared. Um, and that's because they don't know how to handle the truth. Which is <laughs> like Chuck Nicholson said. <laughs> You know, guys, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's wrong to fully disclose truth. I'm just mm -hmm. saying beware because it's going to, a lot of people are going to uh, get run over by the bus. You know You're what, right. guys? There is so much truth being revealed lately. Remember Epstein and all yes. of that? And I think we have a lot more stuff we're going to be learning about the Epstein situation, now the, the Hunter Biden situation with this computer, yep. and, and I suspect the Clintons are probably involved somewhere along in one or both of these situations as well. They, they have their hands in everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I have a feeling that's going to be a lot more interesting and incredible uh, discoveries coming forth in these situations and many more before the end of the year. Yeah. I just am really glad that President Trump's at the helm because I, I trust him. So. Oh, so, so Larry, Larry, what was that noise? That was your phone then? What was that? That was your phone going off? That made that funky noise? No, no, I think, uh, no, I think, uh, I think uh, my, uh, that might have been my, it wasn't, thought that phone beeping might have been my, uh, 
uh, what do you call it, uh, my Victor or something. Uh, oh, okay. Turning off. Um, I guess I I thought it was off, but apparently it wasn't. So. So have either of you been to any um, NFB either like virtual events lately? I went uh, to. The, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Larry. I went to the NFB uh, national convention a couple of months ago, but I hadn't been to. I didn't get around to getting to our state 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 uh, convention a couple of weeks ago because I was busy with something else. But do you want to tell us about your experience at the national convention? You know, it was. It was interesting considering that it was the first uh, convention that uh, convention that I actually attended on a na uh, national or state level. I kind of would like to, uh, you know, I'm hoping that they get back to actually having one in person because I think I would have gotten more out of it had I been there in person. But it, but it was. It was certainly interesting, to say the least. That's all I can say for it. You know, it's, nothing really stands out. There were a couple of things that I liked, but nothing really stands out. Uh, Susie got mad because our locals, our, our state president and her do not get along. So when they were doing the, uh, when they were doing the, uh, when they were doing the, the roll call, as it were, uh, all I could hear once uh, Denise, uh, I forget her last name, from Florida, spoke up. Susie was here screaming and yelling for the next half hour because <laughs> her and Denise do not get along at all. <laughs> you know, she was screaming about how, you know, the NFP, you know, short-sighted the NFB is and they're not out looking, you know, boosting for jobs and all that. Mm -hmm. So, so it, uh, it was interesting. We missed, we missed the speaker of the house. Uh, I, we weren't sure what time that was going to be. So, and, uh, and you know, as I found out later, we didn't miss much, but, you know, <laughs> but the uh, it was an interesting experience. Of that's about all I can say for it. I wonder if Nancy Pelosi would have shown up and spoken had we had an in-person convention. You know, probably not. Yeah, is my guess because we've never seen. I don't think we've ever had any national. Democratic politicians at any of our national conventions, to my knowledge. Um, I would say that I, I, I did hear her speak during the national convention, um, and I don't agree with her um, politically. Um, and I wanted to hear how she addressed a group of people um, with diverse political backgrounds. Um, diverse culture, cultural backgrounds, diverse religious backgrounds, everything. Um, the NFB represents so much um, diversity 
And I don't think she spoke to everybody um, at all. Um, and that's what I took from it. Um, she, she played off as a very compassionate person. And I don't believe she is a very compassionate person at all. Was her, was her speech divisive or was it bringing people together? Um, she wanted to bring people together, but if you, um, I, I've heard her talk um, in interviews and it was basically the same thing, mm -hmm. really. Um, she, she was coming across as, I understand you because I am you, but she couldn't say that because she's not blind. Uh -huh. It's a broken record. Yes, oh, that's exactly oh, what it is, Larry. I was trying, yeah, I think we all know as blind people what we're talking about. We've dealt with plenty of people like that who try to pat us on the head and there, there you'll be okay. I understand what it's like when I shut my eyes. I'm right? working for you. I'm going to make things better for you. Uh-huh. Um, maybe. <laughs> so, I'm glad that I didn't have to listen to her speech because I would have been totally put off by it. And I know my boyfriend, he's been listening to her on TV for months. We both have through this pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And early uh -huh. on in this pandemic, he would stand in the bedroom and he'd, he'd talk to the TV. He'd, he'd, Nancy <laughs> Pulsa, he'd, say, he'd say, Nancy oh, Pulsa, you're, you know, blah, 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 this and that. Now, when I met this man, he said, I'm not political at all, but during the quarantine, he sure got political watching all the nonsense. Um, yeah, you can tell when somebody's being sincere and when somebody's um, just playing you. Yeah. And see, my uh, boyfriend isn't interested in politics. That's why he got her name wrong. He called her Nancy Pelusa. <laughs> <laughs> he said she, she looks, looks like, like Skeletor, guys. She, he said she looked like Skeletor. And I remember what Skeletor looked like because my little brother used to watch Skeletor when I was a little girl and could see. <laughs> That's a funny analogy. It's, it's funny, you know, <laughs> listening to my boyfriend excited person, just the things he says about some of these people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that one to explain that one to my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, that she looks like Skeletor? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I totally remember yeah. that too. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Nancy is one of those people. As soon as she opens her mouth, you know she's lying. You know, and you she just know she's weaving deceit. I feel like she says the same thing over and over again. Uh, or she starts the conversation with the same thing. Mm -hmm. I know what the people want. I know what you need. I know because I'm Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. How? What? Huh? <laughs> Is she a robot? And what planet did she come from? And how did she get here? You guys right. like, realize how close she is to the presidency, too? Third. She's like, like, so if Trump dies and then Pence dies, she's next, right? Mm -hmm. I think. Oh my yes. God. You're correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because basically her and Pence basically have the same kind of role. She mm -hmm. monitors, she monitors the House, he monitors the Senate. The Senate. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So, yeah, that's, yeah. So if they both die, she is in line. So, so how, how concerned are you guys about the, the way they're squelching our freedom of speech and our freedom of expression online and on all these social medias? Larry, we were kind of talking about that before you came on. So do you want to? I wonder what Leon's take is too. Oh, and Leon too. Yeah. Leon and Larry, do you guys have any take on those? Well, hey guys, I've got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story and I encourage you to listen to it. And the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the Audible version. And all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me. Thank you very much. And now back to the blind view. Well, my thing is, you know, with Google, um, Google, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you know, they are trying to um, oppress the, um, the conservative word. You know, look what's going on with Hunter Biden. Everything is coming out against him and his crooked daddy. But it's kind of fun that none of the mainstream media is saying anything except for Fox. You know, now it's come out that he's been messing with underage girls. You know, this is what Giuliani said. He has the photos, you know, and now um, they say it's supposed to, someone's, someone's supposed to come out today about it. But, hey, I don't know. You know, I'm just sick and tired of all this all this crap. I'm getting tired of it. You know, I'm just can't wait for this election to be over. I'm just tired of all this crap. And um, are you are you concerned about the way they're squelching our constitutional rights, though? Yes, I am. Um, you know, um, I was watching my favorite one of my favorite YouTubers, Stephen Crowder, before I got on on onto the View. Um, he he did a thing about Joe Biden, how he's trying to take away our Second Amendment rights. If you literally go to his website, look what it says. He's literally trying to get rid of everything. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's sad that nobody really knows that. I'm like, wow. You know, uh, he's, he literally wants to oppose the law. If your gun's not locked up and, and, you, um, and a kid, like, like, like if a kid runs into your house, even if the kid doesn't live there, they want to arrest you for that. I'm like, really? I'm like, wow. But it's, it's sad, man. It is, it is really, really sad what's going on. The Democrats are just evil. You know, I never thought like I never thought like this when I was a, de a Democrat when I was younger, but I'm glad I'm not now. I came I was so dumb back then, but you you're young and dumb. What 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 do you expect? Think you can change the world at 18? You know? Yeah. It's it's Kim. What mm -hmm. what changed your mind? What um how did you change your mind and switch over? It was uh, it was a gradual process once I got finally got red peeled. Um, you know, again, when I was 18, you know, I got my first job at a grocery store. I think, how come I'm doing all this labor and, and somebody's making all this money until I got a real job and I pay real tax and I started to see like, okay, it's, it's a skill set. Mm -hmm. You know, once, the, once I started thinking like that, I, cause I voted for Obama back in 08. Cause I, the way he was talking, like, wow, this guy really understands until we got to the final, he, he was screwing us over, you know? 
Um, I even voted for him. I, I even became an idiot and, and voted for him again in 2012. I'm like, well, maybe his second term he'll do better. He even schooled us even more. I said, from that moment on, I would never be a Democrat again. Mm-mm. And I'm glad I, I haven't. You know, I'm trying to convince other people to, to think like me, but hell, um, you can leave a house to water, but you can't let make them drink it. So, you know, it's it's sad and how people don't like Trump. They'll they'll vote for Hillary just, just to get rid of Trump, basically. You know, and it's sad. It God is sad. You know, the hatred they have for Trump because of the media tells them to hate him. Tells people to hate him. You know, I get into fights almost on a weekly basis with, with idiotic people about this. You know, I'm like, if you only knew. But you know, I can't make them. I can't make them look up the stuff because they're gonna say I'm lying. Especially with this Hunter Biden thing, they're not gonna believe. Me. You know, especially mm-hmm. since I'm since since the media's not covering, they're not they're not gonna believe me. Well, well yeah. I don't think we're going to have a clear picture of what's happening until the immediately the election is over one way or another, uh, because right now everybody is going back and forth fighting Trump, you know, fighting Trump and Biden. And I would hope that whichever way it ends and I'm voting Saturday, so that uh, I'll be done with it. But the the uh, I, I, I'm hoping it'll calm down, and maybe we can get some work, some sense back. But as far as censorship goes, I haven't noticed anything that I've been saying. And as far as Second Amendment rights. You know, if I want a gun, I should have to, I, I, you know. Now, Larry, you're in Florida, right? Hmm? Are you in Florida, Larry? Yes, I am. So I thought I had heard that there was already quite a bit of confusion and problems with the voting in Florida. Have you guys been having problems there? Do you know? I heard, uh, I have heard that there there is i haven't seen any because i haven't like i said i haven't voted yet but i have heard you know i think there was a news and i'm gonna have to look at this news story because i was half awake when this news story came out over my headlines that there were you know people uh bullying on both sides about you know sending emails on Mm -hmm. both sides saying vote for you know this or vote for that we have your number sort of uh (laughs) thing so you know let's who knows yeah i voted last week i mean i haven't heard nothing not in tech not in texas yet nobody's intimidated to go to the polls are they no i mean okay and does anybody feel scared to go to the polls because of the virus nope I mean, the lines were long where I, where I was at. Uh-huh. And we, and we were standing close. We were standing close together, almost. Maybe a few feet apart, Larry? a little bit. But other than that, nothing and major. Larry and Kim, how do you guys feel? Becca, you asked if uh, any of us have um, participated in anything NFB related. Uh-huh. Um, 
a little bit ago. And yeah. mon- this past Monday night, um, the Phoenix chapter hosted um, an informational group um, outreach pro- um, meeting um, about voting. Um, mm-hmm for people that, um, are disabled or, um, visually impaired in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, one of the attorneys from Arizona disability law, um, was, was present and he talked about how, um, they've been making changes, um, especially for COVID concerns at the polling booths um, to make sure that everything is sanitary and um, there's social distancing. And if you don't have a face mask, they can provide you with a face mask. Um, They are planning on having accessible voting booths available, right? At the polling booths, yes. They um, originally were thinking that they were gonna be able to bring those to people's houses but there mm-hmm. are not enough to do that. So they, mm-hmm. those are only available at the polling booths. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still call and request a Braille ballot, um, but there are no instructions on the Braille ballot as to how to fill it out um, or mark it clearly. And you do have to sign it and you do have to date it. Well, and Kim um, said last week that when you get a Braille ballot, you also get a large print ballot. It so can that happen that way too. Um, it just depends on on who you talk to at the county recorder's office. Um, they may decide um, if you've already gotten a ballot, a print ballot in the mail, which has happened to some people. Um, that ballot will be voided um, depending on which ballot you end up filling out, because there are QR codes on the ballots which make them valid. Um, so it, it's interesting the way they're doing it. Um, and they are trying to make it safe and they are trying to make it um, more streamlined. Um, and it, it's just a process. Um, also, people have pointed out to bring, they do have hand sanitizer stations at the polling places, but it's a good idea um, if you are blind to bring your own hand sanitizer with you, because if you plug in your um, ear pods to those um, accessible voting booths, you're going to want to clean those off right away, too. Uh-huh. When I'm in, when I go vote Saturday, I'll usually, I'll probably have my own sanitizer and I always use my own headphones uh, whenever I have always. Yeah use because I cannot use uh, ear pods because of the <laughs> implants so I have to use over the ear headphones and so I always take my own so it's uh, it's not a game changer for me but it is you know so I'll, I'll address, I'd rather go because I know I know that what I'm voting for is is being there so you know, and I put my ballot in the in the ballot box there, and you know, yeah. hope hope it goes where it's supposed to go, and it's counted after that. You know, right after it leaves my hand, I have no control, but I've done my part, and okay, that's, that's all I can do. I I want to take a moment for a public service message from yours truly. If you're hearing my voice, 
It's important to get out and vote this year. Get out and vote wherever you live. I don't care if you're blind, get out there and vote. I don't care if you're in a wheelchair, have someone help you vote. If you know what I mean, I don't care if you're elderly, I don't care if you're young and healthy, go vote, it's important. This country belongs to all of us and we all need to cast our votes. Well, I do like here in Houston um, with our prayer transit, um, you don't even have to lead the, um, the vehicle, they'll bring the, the, the machine to you. I do like mm -hmm. that here. Yeah, and and like you can wear a mask. If we can go to Walmart and go to the bank and go to the post office and go do all this stuff, stand in line at the pharmacy with our masks all these last several months, we can certainly do it on election day so we can vote to save our country. They also offer curbside voting here in Maricopa County as well, but only at certain polling places. So you want to call ahead and find out if it's available at your polling place if you're not going to get out of the car. They would send out um, a Democrat and a Republican representative and uh, with a ballot. And then they're there to witness you filling it out in the car and you signing it. Mm. And then they'll put it in the drop box for you. Yeah. Yeah, um, they'll just bring the machine out to you. I, I'm like, that's yeah. neat. I did not know that. I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's great. But also, you yeah. know, um, they've opened up our sports stadiums as, as polling places too. Because here in, in Harris County, um, if, if you want to do a drop a mail-in, you, you you have to go to um, where the Houston Texans play to, to drop it off. Our, our governor made that clear. He, he, signed, he signed it in law. It's only one spot in Houston where you can drop off your mail-in ballot. So, so it can't be counted, I hope. Absolutely. Do you have a website that you can go on and find out if your vote has been counted, Leon? Yes, um, don't give me the line, I don't know it, but, um, you know, once I found out I was, I was still, I was still registered to vote, I just went ahead and voted that same week. So, you know, I went and, you know, did the machine. So, um, I will look that up pretty soon, but, you know, it's been a little busy with school, but I will look that up and give it to you next time. Have you guys noticed that Facebook has started prompting us? Like yes. the last three days or so, every time I open up Facebook on my iPhone, it says, have you registered to vote? Click here to find yes. your locations. And yes. stuff like that. <laughs> so. I noticed too, and I will say this for the general masses that are watching this, here in Florida, there is, and <coughs> excuse me, uh, in, and in other states, I'm sure, there is, if you are using a mail-in ballot, you can track it to make sure. Once you send it off, it is possible for you to track your, uh, track it to make sure that it is going, uh, allegedly going to the right, to the right place. Uh, according to a friend of mine, she voted via mail-in ballot last week, and she said she was able to track her uh, her her ballot till it got to where it was supposed to go. So oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is happening. There is there is security. I suppose I haven't you know checked. I just chose to to go and do the. <laughs> Uh, do the voting booth uh, because I can and I you know Susie and I don't have any sighted person to help us you know go to the post office and mail it off so we're just voting 
but there is that option and it is being widely used in Volusia County where I live and in the state of Florida. Probably more in use in Southern Florida too because the cases of the COVID-19 uh, thing are are largely in Southern Florida more than any other part of the state in around, around Miami and that area. The more populated areas? Yeah. Yep. So to, tomorrow night, guys, is Thursday, and um, I think tomorrow is the last debate, debate. between President Trump and Joe Biden. Yes. Um, is everybody going to tune into it? I I'm am. I'm going to try my best to. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to as well. I need to see what time it starts. Because mm -hmm. I thought the, the separate town hall meetings last week were kind of weird. I think it starts at nine Eastern, which would be six of your time, Kim and Becca, and eight of your time, Leon. But, mm -hmm. so, but uh, they, they say, and the report came over yesterday, that what they're going to do is they're going to mute the yes. opposing microphone while mm -hmm. uh, one or the other candidate is speaking. I heard that uh, too. <laughs> but then at will, the end, aren't they going to come like? It'll be I, interesting to see how that goes. <laughs> I, I I think it was like two minutes here, two minutes there, blah blah blah, and then at the end, they each person like they get eight minutes to go at each other or something like that. I think I don't remember, <laughs> but I, that's the part I'm excited about to hear them just going at each other. That's what I want to watch. Knockdown fight. Not restrained, <laughs> um, tightly controlled, two minutes, you got two minutes to speak and then you're going to be muted thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and oh, Kamala Harris is in hiding herself right now. But it's kind of funny. After that. Yeah, I, wonder how, <clears throat> I wonder how many times we'll hear someone off stage, as it were, yelling, shut up. Yeah. No flies and no shut ups. Mm. It'll be nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm I want to talk about the crime that's increased in my city. <laughs> wow. Oh gosh, Leon. What's that? What's going on, Leon? Oh man, the crime has skyrocketed in my city in the last couple of months, especially last night. We had three little local rappers got killed at a club. <laughs> Tell the viewers what city you live in so they know. Oh, I live in Houston, Texas. The, mm -hmm. the fourth largest, I think it's the third largest city now, but yeah, our our crime has increased um tenfold. I think we we had our three hundred and thirtieth murder in this in this city now. Wow. You know, and it's growing. They have, yesterday we had a cop get we had a cop get killed. Forty one years yeah. on the board. Oh, my gosh. Yep. He got called to a domestic disturbance. As soon as they pulled up, he started shooting. You know, and, and the funny thing, the messed up thing about it, the cops had been called twice that, that whole weekend, and they didn't even arrest the guy. I'm like, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> that's just sad. You said they did not arrest the guy that shot him? 
No, um, they arrested him yesterday because he, he got shot himself, but um they had been there prior. Yeah, the cops got called twice there that weekend and they didn't they said they didn't, they didn't want to arrest him. They couldn't mm-hmm. arrest him until until yesterday. He cut they, the cops got called. As soon as they pulled up, he started shooting, shot the cop twice in the head mm-hmm. and killed him. Forty one wow. years on the force. Yeah, it's only, gonna get worse. it's only going to get worse. So, Crime is on the rise everywhere. It makes me glad now that I do not live in Orlando, which is the major city close to where I'm at. And it's it's on the rise there. It's just, it's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's to, the, it's to the point now, you know, it's, I don't encourage anybody to go out if you don't have to, especially at night. You know, I tell a lot of my vision impaired friends, why well, go out and party? It's not safe, you know. Well, yeah. that's how come that's how come you don't come with us? You have a license to carry. Yeah, I don't but I don't go inviting trouble either. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's sad, you know, it's I didn't think Houston would get like this. I mean, we we always had had our bad our bad areas, but now it's it's the whole city now. You don't know what's gonna happen now. I mean, it is mm-hmm. it's getting very, very dangerous to the point where our mayor has really increased um, police patrols in, in certain hot spots. But like they said, how come you didn't do it yesterday? Because that spot was even on your list of the other hot spots. And that's and it's notorious for um, gang activity out there. So now he's got to revamp his old his old strategy now. Oh God. Yeah, we're a city with, with I think about six different police agencies. Hey. Hey, we should be one of the safest cities, and we ain't. Well, hey, you, all you can do is is be prepared for yourself and protect your own. Well, that's what I try to do. You well, know? and you can do your best to protect your neighbors too. Oh yeah, that's we look at, um, we always look at um, look at our neighbors. Like my dad, if he sees a, 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 a like a um, like a car that he doesn't recognize in my neighbor's yard, he'll call her and like, hey, do you know this person? Yeah, that's my cousin. Okay. You know, we let her make it. Like that time, she pulled up to a driveway one Sunday night. This guy was just landing, landing in the middle of her driveway. <laughs> he just land, just land face first up in in the middle of her driveway. Like, okay, was he? I know he was planning on something. You know, what happened? Like last year, last Christmas, my neighbor next on the other side of me, his niece got robbed. As soon as she got out of her car, so. Yeah, you know, it's it's not that I'm scared or anything. I just I'm just alert more often. Especially when I need to go to my to my treatment center. I literally am on, on alert. No, there's no no AirPods in my ear and my phone is in my pocket. Even though I can't see, I'm looking both ways because they don't know that I can see. That I can't see. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't walk I don't walk down my driveway without my can well, I mean, with my cane because I know nothing's supposed to be in my driveway but this vehicle. So mm. You know, just in case. You know. So, like, Leon, do you use a folding cane or a straight cane? I'm folding, and I use oh. a rolling tip on my on on back on, on the end of that cane. Is it an Ambutech? Oh, uh, heck! Don't get me the line. Uh, you know, I just bought it from the lighthouse. And they had it the, the color I wanted. Oh. I just bought it. And oh, my it's it's probably Ambutech if it's got the sort of bumpy rubber type mm-hmm. grip. Does it have like the elastic cord coming off the top of yeah. it too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's MBTech. If it's a roller ball, it's probably. Those are my favorite folding canes. 
and then I, I, have a, I have two straight canes, like the one that they gave me at, at the school for the blind. It's made of fiberglass and it's real heavy. That towel, uh -huh. I like that too, but I just don't, like my um, own instructor told me, he said, you know, Leon, um, the rolling tip is better because you because you don't miss anything. You might miss mm -hmm. something with that with that straight cane. I'm like, yeah. And yeah. I have a telescopic cane too. I just can't find it. It's somewhere mm -hmm. in here. Oh, I've looked at those telescoping canes, but I the I heard some bad stuff about them, so I never did invest in well, one. Yeah. I, I, never wanted one those, I never wanted one of those telescopic canes because sometimes I have a tendency to you know, when I'm standing at a bus stop or something, I'll have a lean on my cane or put some weight on my cane. And who wants that thing to just sort of, you know, collapse? collapse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only problem I had with mine, and I fixed that with some with some gorilla glue, was the um the cap where you um what goes inside with what a little um cord is at, it, it will pop off. But oh. I, I fixed oh, yeah. it. I fixed that. So other than that, it still works like a charm. I, I I like my straight cane. I like my NFB straight cane too. Yeah, I've I've checked out those telescoping canes, and I've had folding canes, several different kinds of folding canes, and I've seen other canes, but to me, the NFB straight cane is the best. Well, I'm using a D cane. What is that, Kim? It's made out of fiberglass too, um, but it's super lightweight. And um, it uses the same metal tips that the NFB straight cane uses, um, but it bounces off of cracks or off of curbs. And um, I can do the tap tap slide with it as I'm walking. And I don't, I feel like I don't miss anything. So where did you get your, it's called a D cane? A D cane. You can order them online. It's D dash cane. Matching and they're made here in the USA, and they're only about 20 bucks. Now, I, I wonder how tall they come in, though, because that's one thing I love about these NFB straight I, canes. tall, I can get them really long. So. Mine's really tall. Mine's really long, like up to my eyebrows tall. Kim, how tall are you? I don't even remember how tall you are. I'm 5'6". Oh, okay. But I know so that it's recommended to have it to your nose. Your cane would come up to my belly button then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five foot nine and I prefer a 56 inch cane. So that's, you know, that's where they, they, they would tell me, oh, you need a 54 inch cane. No, I want that 56 inch cane. So Larry, Susie's working outside of the house every day, right? Does she use a cane? And if so, has she said anything about her cane and how it works at her job and all of that? Uh, that she works at she uh, she works at a uh, a uh, at uh, an industry uh, a blind industries group uh, uh, okay. place. Okay. So so she she you know and a couple a couple other people have dogs. Most of them have canes. Uh, she's fine. They're apparently you know they're fine and with it. Does she use a straight NFP cane or does she use a folding cane or do you know what she, she uses? uses? She uses a folding cane because with, with where, when she has to work uh, loading boxes or stuff like that, where there's uh, moving machines around, mm -hmm. uh, it's easier, it's easier to, for her to stick it in her pocket or, or, or put it in her purse and, and, and keep I'll it out it. of the way. Yeah. 
That's great that she has a job working at one of those facilities. Yeah. Uh, so she she probably gets like the good benefit package and good wages and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, good for and her. And we each we each have a backup cane, you know. But we okay. have each have two canes. We mm-hmm. we have a backup cane. Uh, okay. And so and now, interesting enough, what kind of tips do you uh, uh, prefer? I use the metal tips on the NFP straight canes. But I'm honestly look, thinking about what Kim was saying about her straight cane, how it bounces off stuff. Because I hate it when my metal tip gets caught in cracks and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, it, 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 it can do that. Yes. I tend, to even use, I tend to use the marshmallow or the rolling chip uh, uh, mm-hmm. ones. That's just the personal preference. And you're going to find, you know, everybody likes different tips. Yes. Have either of you looked into those, uh, those WeWalk canes? Or have you watched videos about them on YouTube or anything? What is that? That WeWalk, it came out, I think, last fall. Some Asian guy invented this cane called WeWalk. And it's like a Jeep, it's a, a cane that has GPS built yeah. into it. And I think it talks, and I think it's like an iPhone combined with a cane. Um, honestly, it was way more technology than I wanted to invest in, and it definitely, I mean, I prefer my white, my long white cane to something I have to plug in and charge, you know? Yeah, I so, think it would be like carrying around a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I don't think most people could afford to invest in that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, they're very expensive, but I just didn't know if either of you, because when I looked at it, I was like, no, I'm not even interested. But I know other people have different opinions, so I thought maybe one of you had looked further into it or maybe knew someone who had one, so you'd seen it in action or something like that. I haven't even seen them. I've heard about them, but I haven't seen Uh them. Right. Me too. Um, I I personally would just use use my cell phone if I need directions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, I, I don't, I would rather have my hands, at least one of my hands free. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sounds really heavy. So yeah. for something that would injure me somehow. And yeah. I don't and like that idea. That, that's so, those are all the things I was thinking too, Kim. Um, and, and like I guys, I looked into it and I couldn't find any, any like money back guarantees, any warranties or anything like that, dude. Mm-hmm. I was pretty shocked. Um, but I honestly haven't heard anything about the WeWalk cane in quite a while. So I wonder how they're doing through all this pandemic and stuff, honestly. I feel like there's been a lot of people trying to introduce canes with GPS technology on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there probably is a market to a certain group of people um, that feel that they need that. But like I said, if you have some sort of map on your phone or if you have navigational skills um, through orientation and mobility training, Mm -hmm. you may not even, you may not need that. The other thing Um, too with such canes are if they, 
and again, it's expensive. If cane, your cane is out, your cane is out there in front of you. It's going to take a beating. It's going to take a beating from traffic, from being used, and cow pies, and if the if the cane is damaged beyond repair and say that is the only cane a person has because they can't afford another cane because they've spent all this money. Think of all the money that's going to be cost to replacing it or fixing it. Yes. It's not it's not practical in a lot of cases. That's what that's what I found too when I looked into the WeWalk. It's just not practical. I just tried a cane not that long ago, um, about a month or so ago now, um, uh, for about a week. And um, it was like a chain, a chain mail kind of thing. I got to try the no jab cane, um, which is a folding cane. It's very similar to an Ambutech. It's not an Ambutech. Um, it had a marshmallow tip and a very nice um, leather handle. And, um, and a spring, it was spring loaded in the handle. So that way, when you held it out in front of you, if it hit a crack or something like that, it would, um, it wouldn't jab you in the side. Um, I found that my problem with it was that it hit every crack and it got stuck. Um, so it, even though it wasn't jabbing me in the side because it was spring loaded in the handle, it wasn't very practical for me. Um, I think canes have a I think canes have a life of their own, like socks, and they do things to look for look for those cracks just to mess people up. So it would get it was getting stuck on rocks and everything. Like I, <laughs> I and it was a constant contact cane, and I, um, yeah. I just couldn't get it to, to work right for me. Oh, that's frustrating. But at least I got to try it. <laughs> yeah. And then I sent it to someone else and they got to try it. Kind of fun. Yeah, you know, rehoming canes, I always love, if I have a cane that's still in good condition that I'm not using anymore, I love rehoming canes. Or rehoming other things that I use as a blind person if I'm not using them anymore, you know, instead of just throwing them away. Yeah. Because it's not easy to get your hands on stuff as blind people, you know? It's not like we can just go to Walmart and order and purchase any of this stuff. We can't order it on Amazon. We, like, most of the stuff I get, I get it straight from NFB. You know, I go to NFB.org to their um, independence market. And it's faster that way, actually, because if you go to places like Maxi Aids, it takes almost a month to get it, mm -hmm. if not more. And yeah. they charge so much extra. Maxi Aids. I've, I've got a uh, I've got a problem with Maxi Aids right now. I ordered a talking scale from them, and they sent me a broken one. Yes. Uh, Half the things have, you get from them. I'm going to have to call, and I swear, some butt is going to be kicked. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten some really good stuff from Maxi Aids over the years, but. Like when I started looking into investing in a talking scale, I was really careful to get one that wouldn't be really vulnerable because I had purchased, like I got a talking microwave from Maxi Aids that I felt 
quit rather quickly. You know what I mean? The talking on it quit rather quickly. And so when I went to purchase a talking bathroom scale from them, I tried to find one that was maybe a little bit more durable. And so far, the bathroom scale I got from them works really well. It still works good. So, Oh, that's good. Well, you, you got lucky. They're either got, you know, when I call them, they're either going to replace. And I really want them to replace the scale. I don't want my $105 back. You know, let's yeah, you right. yeah. I love my talking bathroom skill. It works great, so I can see why you'd want one. <laughs> yeah. It never grows at me. It says, "Get off me, fatso." <laughs> yeah. And I was almost, you know, and I, I should, I should have just gone to Amazon because I listened to Susie. Susie said. Oh, go to Maxie to see what you can find. Oh, okay, I found something, and they sent it, and it arrived three days later. It arrived very quickly. Oh, wow. wow. But it was broken oh. when it arrived. Yeah. I wish we could just go to our local department store and purchase things and blind people so we can go return them or get service with them easier if we need it. You know? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it's been so frustrating as a blind person dealing with this, you know? There's just that, in reality, there's just not enough of us out there. You know, that's one thing I've appreciated about humanware, though. I've purchased several products from humanware over the years, and when one of their products malfunctions, they send you, like, they'll have the UPS deliver a box to your house, that you just put it in and they will even have UPS come and pick it back up and take it and ship it into them for you, right? right. So I find that really convenient, um, but Humanware is the only company that I've dealt with that does that. Humanware is a lot bigger than just blind people. Yeah. They do a lot yeah. of things, ergonomic things for other disabilities and for other needs. Oh, believe yeah. me, if I could afford it, if I could afford their Braille Note Plus, I would get it in a heartbeat because my mm -hmm. oh, it's nice. My my, uh, my uh, Victor Reader, two and a half, almost three, three, four years old or more, and it's mm -hmm. still going strong. Is that how long you've had it, Larry? Huh? Is that how long you've had your Victor Reader? Yes. I couldn't remember when you got it. Good for you. Hey, God, speaking of Victor 15, Reader. Yes. In oh, 15, yeah, yes. It oh, is still head. going strong. It is still doing what it what it does. The battery is still good in it. Does Susie still have hers? Hmm? Does Susie yes, still she does. have hers? Yes, good. she does. But uh, she also she still has hers and she also she also has a Victor Trek that uh, somebody gave her. So she uses her Victor Trek. Uh, now, but uh, oh, yeah. she, but yeah. she, she has the Victor Reader Stream. It still works as a backup unit. Uh, yeah, I've got my Victor Reader Trek right here on the table here in front of me. I, mean, I love my I, Victor Reader. Track. I've had my Victor Reader since 2017. Only problem I had was no one, no one here in Houston can train me on the doggone thing. No, is, um, it a, is it a yeah. stream or a trek, Leon? I have a stream. Okay. Um, I, think, I mean, I, I use it. Only thing I use it for is my books for school, and that's because me and my counselor we guessed it one what to do. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty intuitive. Yeah. So Kim, explain it to him real quick. 
Well, I, I don't have that. one, but I've, I've used one so, periodically. I've, I've had my trip for a while, and I still have my Victor Reader stream in my nightstand drawer, but it probably doesn't have a charge on it. Um, I'm trying to remember, does the Victor Reader stream connect to Wi-Fi, guys? Yes. That's the oh, thing is, no, one, no one's ever shown me how to do it, because they, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to call humanware, because... My state so, council doesn't know how to do it, and they don't have anybody here at the state that knows how to do how to play with it. Leon, I, I can I can explain I to also, you phone or I any also of found out, I also found out that the bat the same battery that works on the stream, if you have a, a works will work on the trek. If you have a trek and you stop using your stream and your battery goes, you know, bad on your trek, you can. Use the same battery from your stream over to your truck, oh, and it awesome. will work just fine. That's awesome. So, for what those of you from a Victor Reader Trek, have you guys take taken them on any road trips to seek the kind of information they give you? You know, the orientation about your surroundings. Yeah, I, yeah, we. Ha I have. I have used Sue's Trek a few times to get around uh, Daytona Beach. How much and is it? it and it, it 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 it's very it's very good. Uh, very, uh, very useful. Actually, it's a little, it's a, it's a little strange walking down the street and then it telling you such, such and such is on your right and such, such you know, so such and Leon, such is coming up. Leon, I yeah. heard you ask how much it is. So, like, it's it's literally like a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars more. Than the Victor Reader stream. Yes. And, and it has like $5,000 or more worth of technology in it that the stream didn't have. So it's a great oh, bargain. No, computer screen. Oh, yeah. No. So, no. so do you, Leon, you have a stream? You have a Victor yes. Reader stream? So it's got the identical keypad on the oh, front. And it's. Oh, just, I it would love to have a. I would love to have a track if I could afford it. Yeah. yeah guys i got a trek and it's definitely worth it and um because they can, can still do play podcasts and um and download books oh yep you can still like i can connect it to any internet radio station i can download podcasts i connect it to nls i connect it to audible i connect it to um bard um how did you connect it to Audible? Um, I, I listened to podcasts on it. Um, what did you say, Larry? How did you connect it to Audible? Well, I shouldn't say I connected it to Audible. I've did, been doing some research, and I think there is a way to connect it to Audible. But like, like, I figured out when I was with my husband how to add an Audible bookshelf to the SD card. And you use um, the Humanware Companion on your laptop to download books from the BARD site or, or whatever site through the Humanware Companion onto the SD card. And the Humanware Companion like unpacks it and all of that because that was always really complicated trying to do. You know? And so the Humanware Companion, um, you know, was how I used to do. I just take the SD card out of the Victor Reader stream and stick it in my laptop and then I go to the Humanware Companion and I go to BARD and do it like that. But I think, I think with one of these updates that has happened recently or is going to be happening, I think we may be able to connect these to the BARD site wirelessly like we do NLS. 
You know oh, what I mean? Nice. They download directly. I had talked to Humanware about that, and they had said that they were working on it. You know what I mean? So I, I'm so excited about that because Audible, oh, I mean, that, I love listening to Audible books, but it's harder when you have to take the SD card out, you know, and go put that it in. Would, that, would, that would be great. I would love to, you know, because the only thing I don't like about using the Victor and connecting to Bart is the download time is so slow. Oh, I just connect it and I set it down and I go do something else while it's downloading my books. Oh, that's true. But you got someone like Susie. What she'll do is she'll get about three or four books going and she'll she'll uh, she'll download them and then for about I'll come back and it's like two hours later it's still downloading. <laughs> She's still waiting. You've had dinner. <laughs> I want to take this opportunity to thank the men and women who organize and and put together our bard service in this country because i have really appreciated it in the 30 plus years i've been blind um anyway have you um becca have you ever ordered um braille books from the library um, I, I have i have i have larry too um yeah so I have a little bit. What were you? Did you want to say something about that, though, Kim? Um, it's nice because you can download it in Braille if you use it on um, an SD card or ha on your direct on your um, Braille display and read it that way. Mm. Or you can order an actual Braille book and they'll send them to you, and you just have um, via post mail and. Um, and then um, you just what send it back. You mean, you yeah, mean like sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I love, I love the braille. I love downloading braille books. You know, if uh, my braille skills were good enough, I, I'm excited. I really like the fact that these refreshable braille displays are portable, and that there are blind students who, if their braille skills aren't good enough, they can actually download their their textbooks into them. So they've got their textbooks with them, and they can read them in an accessible format. I think it's all great. Unfortunately, my braille skills aren't good enough. Yeah, but uh, I, I've downloaded them. I've, I've probably got one SD card that is totally devoted to braille books. Mm -hmm. And I, down, I download them to the SD card, and then I, I put it in my Orbit reader. And, uh, you know, Does the Orbit a, reader have a braille display? Yes. Oh, cool! Yeah, it, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. When it works, uh, as if at the moment, at the moment it ain't working. But uh, so I haven't, uh, and oh. I can't. I, what I want, you know, and also this costs about fourteen hundred. I want the Orbit Reader forty cell Braille display because that's mm -hmm. at least big enough. Yeah, because the one I have is a twenty. And I'll tell oh. you something really funny. First time I started. First time I started reading on one of those, I kept trying, I kept reading it and I'm reading it and I kept finding myself lifting my other hand to turn the page and going, oh, wait a, wait a minute, I'm not turning the page. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, it's still going because you don't have, yeah. Cause <laughs> yeah there, there are no pages, right? Because it's a streaming, right? Yeah, and yeah, and when, yeah, and the other reason I like it is too. 
you know, when it when it is connected to my iPhone, I could just get a I could just get a book from Kindle or iBooks and just read it. You know, like I have a I have a Braille display. I'm holding it at. This is my Braille display. It's a Hims Q Braille, um, and it has a QWERTY keyboard on it. Um, so I can plug it into my computer, which and use it as um, a regular keyboard for my computer and use Braille um, to input on my computer. Um, or I can download books onto the SD card as well, um, which plugs in the side on the right side. It's a really nice. Oh, wow. Hey, Larry. Larry, have you read my book because you're blind? I see. I got to go, y'all. So I'll talk to y'all later. Okay, bye. Right, Leon. Leon. Bye. you right here. Larry? Mm hmm Have you read my book on Audible called Because You're Blind? Uh, I keep looking for I, I I keep looking for your name on Audible and it doesn't come up. What name are you? It's uh, Rebecca Meadows. Meadows is my my author name. So it's Rebecca okay. S. Meadows. Okay, I'll look for that today. Yeah. A um, great book, Leon or Larry. I think you'll like it. Oh my second book is so much better, guys. I can't wait to get it up on Audible and out there. We're working on getting it formatted right now i'm but. excited i will read it for sure at the, the uh, i have also found out kim the way i can download books the way i put the thing i found out i can download books on my victor from, from braille books using my victor and putting them on the sd card that's in my victor and then i'll transfer and then i'll just pop that sd card out when it's all down okay. on the sd card and put it into my uh braille reader Oh, that's a great idea. Larry, are you saying, Larry, are you saying you can download a digital BRL file from NLS into your Victor Reader stream onto your SD card and then take the SD card and put it in your Braille, refreshable Braille display and it, the same book comes up yes. in Braille? Yes. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You have to, you go in and you have to set up so that you said, you said, it says uh, download to, a Braille and audio. Set up both Braille and audio, not just audio download. And cool. Yeah. So it, it does work. And it will also read them. One time, uh, it will also read them as regular uh, text files. It'll read them. So there are, it, it is possible. And it, the the, the uh, you know the, the time consuming part is it takes absolutely no time to download a braille book but the time consuming part is 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 uh, transferring each transferring each uh, volume as it were because each yeah. volume is a separate file transferring each volume to the the card but uh, you know the, only time consuming in the sense that it only takes about a minute and it you know takes about as long as however many uh books you know volumes your book is you know? uh -huh. now is it good at keeping them organized correctly as it downloads them you know what i mean 
Because it said it, it, like, so when you're downloading a book that has several volumes, you have to download them one volume at a time, right? No, no. What you do is you, when, when you, 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 you know how you go in and you say, okay, I want to download, you, you, your selection is there. Okay, and then it right. says download, download to, download to that. It'll download the whole thing, but it'll, once it's downloaded to your Victor on the internal drive, it'll, oh. it separates that, and that takes maybe 10 seconds for the whole thing to download. Then oh. when it's downloaded to the internal drive, it'll show each volume as a separate file, and you have to transfer from your internal drive to the SD card each volume one at a time. But as far as the whole download, the whole book is there, right there. Is, is it is it easy or is it even possible to get the volumes downloaded in the incorrect order so they don't play correctly? You know what I mean? Like if it's, let's say it's a long book and it's uh, 10 no, volumes. Because, no, no, it, I suppose, no, because it'll play, they, they, will, they will show up in correct order because it says, okay. Uh, it says, okay, through an example, it'll say Salem's Lot by Stephen King, uh, volume one. Salem's mm -hmm. Lot by Stephen, each one is numbered. And then when oh, they download perfect. to your card, they download in the correct order. Cool. Yeah. Doctor, have so you ever looked to see what it would take to get your book on Bard? Um, yeah, I looked. I checked into it when I was in Montana after I first published my book. I'm talking about my first book. And mm -hmm. um, they refused to put, I, they said, well, send us a copy of your book. So I sent it to them and they said, we're not interested in reporting it. So that's why I took steps and I put it up on Audible myself. Wow. And that's the story that we're making the movie based on because other people, including myself, find this story incredibly compelling and we feel it's important that people know what happened. A lot of authors are privately Wait, publishing. Yeah, the NLS Library in Montana. Joe, Joe, Joe Pinto privately publishes her books. So what does and she write about? Is she a blind author, Larry? Hmm? Is she a blind author? Yes, Joe Elizabeth Pinto. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, she, find, publishing, I'm finding that publishing my own book is a lot cheaper than having somebody else do it for me and I have a lot more control. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Absolutely. And it's a lot cheaper if you do it yourself. Uh, yeah, it is. And you get all the money instead of some other third party outfit taking most of your income. Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention you're paying a, uh, not to mention you're paying a, a, a you know somebody you know someone to promote it an agent or you know, yeah you know I paid for one if, of those if you're good at self promotion Larry I'm not good at self promotion so when I first published my book I actually hired a publishing company to do it for me and I bought this expensive package that was supposed to include all this marketing and stuff they were going to do for me I think it was a big scam. I, I mean, I, I've done much more with that story than they ever did for me. And that's just with my own, my own determination and passion for my story. 
Maybe you learned right. something from them. Oh, yeah, I definitely did. Do it myself. <laughs> and I learned <laughs> that it is possible to do it ourselves, so. And uh, for the five, for the almost five years that I've known you, Becca, you know, when you want to kick ass, you can kick ass. I mean, oh, I get shit accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, meaning, you know, that meaning, you know, that exactly that's meaning that it does. Uh, if you, you, you want it, it's going to happen. You know, you make it happen. So. Yeah. Sure. So, does anybody else have anything they'd like to talk about today before we wrap up the show? Or I think we hit on some really good issues today. Yeah, um, I think we did too. Um, so, I just want to remind everybody, let's make, well, I know when this finally airs, it'll be passed tomorrow night, but I just want to remind those of us who are on the meeting here to tune in tomorrow night for the next presidential debate between President Trump and Vice President Joe Biden. You're sending the good vibes right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, anyway, so if nobody has anything else to add, we're going to wrap up the show. We hope okay. you enjoyed. What did you say, Larry? I said, okay. I don't have anything okay. else. Is, is Leon still? Oh, Leon had to go, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Just the three of us. Okay. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Blind View. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this video with friends. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.